0: To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit Stripe.com slash Tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'm Sarah Lane. Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo has weighed in on how Apple's Vision Pro headset pre-orders fared after the initial week of sales noting that instant sold-out inventory indicated a strong demand initially, with shipping times extending to five to seven weeks within the first few hours of pre-orders opened. However, Quo also notes that those initial shipping delays didn't keep slipping farther out, which points to tapering demand after that first rush. Quo estimates that Apple sold either 160,000 to up to 180,000 Vision Pro units over the weekend, so Apple's 500,000-unit sales goal for Vision Pro in 2024 probably isn't difficult. Still, very early days for a developer-focused and still very niche product. Speaking of that, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman also notes that Apple's App Store policies could be keeping developers away even despite Apple's new approach of letting developers process payments outside their apps, although Apple takes up to 27% of that revenue. Gurman estimates that of the millions of apps that Apple says will run inside the Vision Pro at launch, 99% of those are probably iPad apps rather than Vision OS apps designed specifically for the device. And a few big app companies, Netflix, Spotify, and YouTube among them have already said they won't be making Vision OS apps and will even opt out of allowing their iPad apps to run inside the Vision Pro. Ahead of the Digital Markets Act, or DMA, effective on March 6th, Meta announced that EU users will be able to unlink their Instagram and Facebook accounts, as well as other Meta services. This applies to users in the European Union, European Economic Area, and Switzerland, with users being notified of the new option in the coming weeks. As an example, users could use a Facebook Messenger account as a standalone service without a Facebook account as well. And Facebook Marketplace and Facebook Gaming users could use those services without data being collected from their main Facebook account. Unsurprisingly, Meta is reminding people that this means reduced functionality. Earlier this month, Google also announced it will let users decline to share data between services like Search, YouTube, Google Maps, and Chrome. Last week, OpenAI banned using ChatGPT for political campaigns. The company said in a blog post about the decision, people want to know and trust that they are interacting with a real person. For that reason, we don't allow builders to create chatbots that pretend to be real people, like candidates. Because of this ban, the Washington Post reports an AI chatbot called Dean.Bot Minnesota Congressman Dean Phillips, he's a Democratic candidate who would be challenging current President Biden, was suspended over the weekend by OpenAI. Ford is showing off its next gen 48-inch curved dashboard display in its 2024 Lincoln Nautilus. It's a version of Google's native Android OS and 5G connectivity pairing together for over-the-air software updates. The car is designed to recognize the driver and adjust settings accordingly, if desired. Doug Field, formerly of Apple and Tesla, now serving as Ford's chief EV and digital design officer, tells The Verge, that was one of the things that Steve Jobs taught us. The hardware should gradually become just a window into the world of software. Almost three years ago, Ford announced it would forego its BlackBerry QNX-powered version of Ford Sync with an Android version of Sync, though the switch took longer than expected. Bloomberg sources say that NVIDIA co-founder Jensen Wong visited NVIDIA's offices in Shenzhen, Shanghai, and Beijing earlier this month. The visit was first reported by state newspapers off Chinese social media posts. Wang has warned in the past that an escalation in sanctions between the U.S. and China designed to cut off the flow of AI training chips could drive Chinese firms, and he mentioned Huawei specifically, to develop their own alternatives, which could then harm American tech companies in the long run. According to more Bloomberg calculations, China's imports of chip-making machines rose 14% last year to almost $40 billion, as companies increased investment to get around U.S.-led efforts to decouple itself from China's semiconductor industry. It's reportedly the second-largest amount by value on record in data going back to 2015. China had a 5.5% drop in total imports last year. Nightshade, a free software tool that lets human artists poison AI models so that their work can't be used to train the models, is now available. Nightshade was developed by computer scientists on the Glaze Project at the University of Chicago under Professor Ben Zhao and builds off the open source machine learning framework PyTorch to identify what is in an image then applies a tag at the pixel level to confuse AI programs as to what is really there. Nightshade's team previously unveiled Glaze, that was a similar program designed to alter digital artwork, by also confusing AI training algorithms into thinking the image had a different style. If you want to use Nightshade, you need a Mac with an M1, M2, or M3 chip, or a PC running Windows 10 or 11. Finally, submitted by Motang in our subreddit, Ubisoft's Prince of Persia released a new installment in nearly 14 years over the weekend called Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, which is significant because it's the first time since the title launched in 1989 in which the characters will actually speak Farsi for users on the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. The BBC reports that this is the latest version to be developed by Ubisoft Montpellier, a subsidiary of the main company. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all headlines there as well. I'm Sarah Lane. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Even on a budget,